Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Sunday, July 30th, 2017. This is episode 39, Memorization Techniques. One of the biggest problems that I've found for people of all ages and ability levels has been memorization. There are many approaches and methods available to improve your retention skills in practically any forum, whether it's research, whether it's taking classes on this topic, or articles that we found on the internet. This could be a student who is struggling to remember all the information for a quiz or a test. Could be an actor or an actress struggling to remember all the lines for his or her part. Could be a singer struggling either with the melody or song lyrics. The list goes on and on. Today I'm going to present to you a memorization technique that simply works. It's tried and true, and it's something that I learned many years ago which continues to work to this day. At the start of my, my junior year in college, and as you know from my, most of my podcasts, I don't like to mention names, but I think it's really important to make an exception here. Because at the start of my junior year in college, I had a new voice teacher. And he wasn't so new to my college, Wilkes University. His name was Richard Chapline. And I should say, Richard Chapline, Professor Emeritus. Because Mr. Chapline was the longest serving music teacher in the history of the program. The reason that I started studying with Mr. Chapline is I had a fantastic voice teacher for my first two years at the college who unfortunately had a performing schedule that got so busy that he simply couldn't devote the time necessary to his students. As it turned out, many of his students were going to be graduating and then there was me. And I was so lucky because I was the one student that got to study with Mr. Chapline from the previous teacher's studio. And the significant thing about this, and I will always be so humbled to uh, and feel so privileged to know this, that I was Mr. Chapline's final student as a college student at the school. And it meant the world to me, and I always treasured my uh, relationship, friendship, and uh, teacher-to-student interaction with Mr. Chaplin and everything that he did for me. But I was having one gigantic problem with my singing. My technique had improved significantly with my previous teacher, and he saw that. The area that where I struggled was memorization, specifically 
memorization of foreign languages. Now, Italian and Latin were pretty easy for me. And for some reason, I don't know why, I have German background, but I've never really struggled a lot with the pronunciation of German or memorization of German. French, on the other hand, that was a different story. And ironically enough, French diction was something that Mr. Chapline specialized in. So, I was working on a collection of French songs by Emmanuel Chabrier. And in the middle of one of my lessons, I just got very frustrated because the problem with one of the songs was that the, the, the melody, the, the verses and the refrain, they, they never changed. It was the same melodies over and over. And the only thing that changed in the song were, it, it was the words. It was just the, the, the lyrics, the poetry was changing, but the, the melodies weren't changing and the harmonies weren't changing. And I was mixing up the lines from different verses. I would be singing the second verse and all of a sudden uh, lines from the fourth verse would start making their way in. Because I was so weak with the French language, I didn't know how to conquer this. So I broke down one day and I just, I said, listen, I, I can't do this. And he said, well, you know, have you tried other ways to work on your mastery of the song. And he didn't just say memorization. He talked about mastery. He talked about learning the song, knowing the song in French, knowing the song in English. I said, yeah, I have done that. And he said, but did you try this particular technique? And what he shared with me changed my life. He started to tell me that he lived in Philadelphia he grew up in Pennsylvania. He lived in Pennsylvania for most of his life. And when he was a student at Juilliard, he took a train every single day to New York City, studied for the day at Juilliard, took a train back home to Philadelphia, and repeated that process for many years. I don't remember if it was four years or six years. It was for a long time. Over the course of that time, this is what he did. And this goes back, we're talking like the 1940s, 1950s here. This is how long ago he had gone to school. What he would do is he would have, for instance, a collection of songs by Franz Schubert, the great composer who wrote a surreal amount of German songs, also known as Lieder. And he would be working on one or two songs for his teacher. But what he would do while he was on the train was not only would he learn the words for those songs, both the German 
and the English translation, he started learning the other songs, and here's how he did it. He would speak through the entire song to himself. Then he would speak it, but while he was speaking it to himself, he would write all of the words down. First in the foreign language. So he would do the German first, and he'd write all the words down. Then he'd speak through the song again, and then write down the words again. Now, both times that he is doing this, he's looking at the words. He's not trying to look off to the side and trying to remember the words or close the book. And he would do this a total of three times. Then he would close the book up and he would try to write the lyrics to the song three times without the aid of the book, without the aid of the three previous times he had already written it down. And he said if the, the magic number was three, if you could do that three times and you could write down that information three times and say it to yourself while you're doing it, you're going to remember it. Well, it's not quite that easy, though. He kept track of every song that he would write out, that he was attempting to learn, attempting to memorize. About, well, actually, the next day, he would repeat the process and make sure that it stayed in his brain. No, he wouldn't always start the process from the beginning. Sometimes he would just go right into writing everything down and seeing if he, his memory was able to recall everything from the day before. More often than not, the way that our brains are wired, if we can do that the very next day, your, your brain is starting to have better recall. About a week later, do the same thing. Then do it again a month later, and then do it a year later. And chances are, you're going to remember almost everything, if not every single word that you were attempting to forever lodge into that brain of yours. By using this simple approach, I can safely say that there are very few people who have ever lived who knew more German, French, Italian, Latin, English, whatever language you could possibly imagine, then Mr. Chaplin. He knew thousands upon thousands upon thousands of songs, both the foreign language text as well as the translation into, well, in this case, English. It's a simple technique, it's not hard, 
but a lot of people don't do it. If you simply write out all of the words for what you're trying to remember, and you do this, even for a student that's going to be studying something and they're crunching, in other words, they don't have a lot of time, if you simply do this, you're going to probably remember the stuff for the next day. And if you're planning appropriately, and you know that you're going to have to do it in a week, this doesn't mean you, you don't have to do it in a day and then wait a week. That's, that's silly. If you know that you have to do something in a week, then you know maybe you do it every day. And only doing it three times is not necessary either. If you feel that you want to do it five or ten times, then go for it. What I'm saying is that this memorization technique simply works, and there are a lot of people who don't use this, and they struggle so much with memorization. Now, there are other ways that I'm going to get into in another podcast episode with memorizing music, because it's not quite the same as memorizing words. There are some other ways that we can do that, and I'll explore those in another episode. But hopefully these... This, this simple technique and effective technique will prove helpful to you in your endeavors.